Welcome to another episode of the Talking Small Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Coconut Willie's Daiquiris in Zachary, Louisiana, home of the Heisenberg. You might know the Heisenberg from great shows on AMC or any of that, but I got to tell you, this has nothing to do with meth, kids. If you're looking for a true blue crystal drink, Mixed with the hands of the world's best fictional chemistry teacher turned bad, go to Coconut Willie's and order that Heisenberg. Gallons only. Undefeated drink of tailgaters. Tell them TSP sent you for an extra shot of Heisenberg. Coconut Willie's. It's Willie Willie good. And now, let's get to that podcast. Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast flat. Samurai Deli, play the viewers in. Let's go. Oh, man. That was a great read by, by me for Coconut Willis, I just have to say. I love patting myself on the back. That was some good Heisenberg this past weekend, though, I will admit. Some good blue drink. We were handing it out. People were liking the samples. I, I, how much blue drink do you think I took down? Because I feel like I took down almost half of it. Who else was drinking all the rest of it? Like I think because you don't know who it was, that means it had to have been me. Because I don't remember. It was uh, you. You held up the first end, and then I took it from. I took the uh, baton for that final leg. And you were trying to kill me with the Heisenberg at the end. I had to give. Some oh away. yeah, because I pour, uh, Yeah, I remember I poured too much Heisenberg into into your drink. You were upset about that. That's when we were fucking around, and the uh, the guy had to apologize for me for tiger baiting people. Which oh. I which I stand by that. Like, okay, so just I forgot that even happened. All until right, just so now. I just want to come out and say this. So we're out there tailgating for LSU Georgia, and as an away fan, I feel like part of the experience is to get heckled. Like, if you just go into enemy territory and no one says anything to you, did you really go into enemy territory? The answer is no. So you were trying to be an enemy. I was trying to let them have their experience. So as we're walking around, drunk on that blue drink, that Heisenberg, Coconut Willies, it's Willy Willy good. You you roll in, and you see some Georgia fucks. So what do you do? You point at them, make eye contact, you take your finger, make a number one, and you just do the elbow, tiger bait, tiger bait, tiger bait. And it seems to piss people off a good bit. And I don't know why. It's kind of innocent. It's it's not like somebody clapping the gators thing in front of you. Yeah, I mean, I, I can understand where they're coming from. I mean, you're surrounded by opposing fans of the opposite, you know. You know, they're all wearing colors opposite of you. And you all of a sudden, you get a bunch of drunk randos with top knots uh, and shaved sides going, Tiger bait, tiger bait, tiger bait, right on you. And, uh, you know, it just comes out of nowhere. I can see how they'd be a, a little frazzled. So we took a pit stop, and I guess you and the old lady were using the restroom or something like that? Well, basically what was going on is Harley and our guest from the last podcast uh, were basically tiger baiting every Georgia fan they saw. Uh, and Who was starting it? Was it me or uh, Grant? Well, we used to do it a lot during college, so 
you probably started and Grant was probably like, oh, hell yeah. Like, I haven't tiger baited <laughs> someone in a while, and this is probably like the only home game I'm going to, so I'm jumping in. This did not go over too well with my old lady who did not understand why Harley was yelling and belligerent off that blue drink. Oh, so she was getting upset. I didn't. I never no, picked no, up on this. I don't think she was getting upset. She was just like, could they shut up already? She was just like... Uh, oh, so she didn't want to be associated with the drunks. No, she did not want to... <laughs> one, she didn't understand all the yelling, which, understandable if you come from not the SEC. And number two, she did not want to be associated with the, the drunks off that Heisenberg. Well, I think this might... And- I just realizing this, this might have been the first time she saw uh, Tailgate Harley out and about on that blue drink. Because when I get on that blue drink, th- that Heisenberg is a different animal. I definitely think she's noted that from now on. Because she tried to get a couple of blue drinks and then realized she should not have tried a couple of blue drinks. I think she... I think she- understandably cut herself off the blue drinks when she needed to grant did the same thing he had two uh 10 ounce blue drinks and he called it quits you went you you started doing the junk guy thing where you start bragging about how much you drank you're like i'm on my fifth blue drink keep up pussies and i'm like dude i'm drinking the actual big double cups over here and, uh, you know, I started a little late, but I was basically... Yeah, that's not a good look, though, to, to... Like, once you get drunk and start telling people how much you drunk, that's that's not a good look. That's not good people. But a certain type of individual will get uh, spurned on by you talking about how much you drank and tried to double you down. Yeah, but Craig wasn't here. Or Bob. Because there's followers, of course. Bob follows orders, Craig just follows. So... Is it that Craig really follows, or is he that slow that from a distance it looks like he's following? I don't know. Craig's known to get stalked. Um, so what I would say is we're I'm tiger baiting. I believe Grant's with me tiger baiting. But evidently, I get the ire from whatever these Georgia fans are. And while you're in the piss bathroom line, yeah. doesn't somebody start apologizing on behalf of all LSU fans for my action? Because I feel like that's a pretty that's yeah. a pretty high standard, I said. All right, so the events from what I can remember is we were rolling up on a, a set of porta-potties, which is, you know, if you tailgate, you know you go out and have to wait at a port a potty most of the time and take a piss so as uh me and my old lady are rolling up to go to this port a potty harley starts tiger baiting people georgia fans directly in the port a potty line that we're about to go into so during this moment i just you know i don't have to pee that bad so my old lady's in line i'm letting her take all the shrapnel here she's behind these georgia fans who are in line for the port a potty that harley just it's a guy and a girl i think and he just starts tiger baiting them. I have no recollection of what and they And these look people like. are waiting in line for the bathroom, so it's not like they're just passerbys. They're just like standing there while this grown man yell this grown man with a blue tongue yells at them. So after Harley wears away and realizes these people aren't gonna offer any sort of fun resistance, you know, like a cat that plays with a rat and then once the rat stops twitching, it just kinda, you know, walks away and leaves it. Uh that's how these Georgia fans are left in this line. And then this 
I don't know if he was waiting for the porta potty line too, but he comes up. This LSU fan comes up to these Georgia fans, and these guy, this guy doesn't know that I know you because I've made no sign that I know you. I've kind of rolled up after the fact, after all the uh, commotion has died away. I think. Uh, and he's like, you know, hey, man, I just want to apologize for that asshole back there. Like, he, he's not – this is what he meant to say. He was too drunk, and I don't know if he, he knew these big of words, but he was like, that's not indicative to how our fans tailgate here. And, like, that's not how we are, bro. I'm, I'm sorry about having this dude. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, man. And in the line, I'm like, what Jesus. What the fuck does that guy know? That guy clearly doesn't tailgate. That's I, I think I was the essence of the tailgate. Yeah, but he was he was no. trying to distance himself from you. No, this is what he was to doing. To strangers. This is what he was doing. He was virtue signaling. No, he was taking the triangle. I was the attacker, the Georgia fans being the victim, and this motherfucker's being the rescuer. The three triangles of personalities right there, or one triangle with three points, he comes in to try to be the rescuer to save the day. This dude needs to back the fuck off. No, when you said triangle and you were talking about a dude coming in on another dude and a chick, I thought you were referring to Kavanaugh's devil's triangle. <laughs> well, we're not going to get into that. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. I didn't mean to bring up politics. Yeah. It's more sex. Yeah. So. It's topical sex jokes. Yeah. Craig would pop for that if he ever listened. So, but, um. So- or, or if he ever had sex. Facts. Um, you, yeah, you gotta have sex once to at least have a, a three-way. All right, so anyway, that's I don't know how much tailgate we want to get into. I, I really don't remember too much after that. I know uh, at one point I was I met up with uh, my buddy KD, and I guess I got on. What do they call that? Beer pong flip cup or whatever. What's Extreme it cup. Okay. It's a combination of beer pong and flip cup. If you want to play, find me at a tailgate. I'll show you. So. They evidently could spot that I was pretty drunk. So no when, shit. So when when they uh, did the blue tongue give it away. <laughs> so when they when they uh, put me on their team, they thought this was a layup. This dude's drunk, no motor skills. <laughs> First shot on the pong, n- nails it, and I pretty much hit every flip cup within one or two. Yeah, I was watching you giving them the eye, like Dude, I don't know how he's gonna do. Fucking terrible. He's shit faced, and he he fucking. <laughs> <laughs> he was, I guess, he was that perfect level of drunk that he was good at drinking games. Yeah, that, that that's a good that's a good spot to be in. Yeah, not much notable happened at the tailgate. It was a fun time, good weather. We got a victory. Uh, Harley went to the popular Baton Rouge uh, wing place Pluckers, and nobody choked and had to be saved this time. So I oh, guess yeah, I forgot I about that. Guess that's a positive. Um, I will say that I'm kind of disappointed in LSU fans. This is what we should really be apologizing for. We really stormed the field after beating Georgia. That's ridiculous, man. That is. I, I was watching it. Uh, I was watching it. I go, they're not really going to storm the field, are they? I mean, well, Georgia was number two, and we were, like, number 13. Like, if you're ranked and you beat another ranked team. Act like you've been there before. Yeah. Like, I can understand if the team was number one and you were, like, on the outside in the 20s of the top 25. But when you're ranked within, like, 20 spots of each other. And you were five the week before. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're let if you're less than a fucking double digit favorite, you can't storm the field. So, you know how I'm been leaning Democrat a lot lately. So I just want to tell you, I thought we weren't talking Kavanaugh. Garrett Graves, local politician, Republican, came out with a GoFundMe to help pay the hundred thousand dollar fine that LSU got. Are you fucking kidding me? Did I get on that field? 
I ain't paying no fucking anything in your GoFundMe. Go, how about go fuck yourself, Garrett Graves? You're wait, not getting my vote. Wait, wait, wait. This guy is running for something, and he's putting together organizations to donate money to a, a seven, $700 million endowment university? Yeah. That's, what that's, a cheese dick. Yeah. This is like that's this is the, the ultimate virtue signal. He's doing absolutely nothing but slapping his name on something and letting the common man pay for it. If you want to be a man of the people, instead of using this $100,000 for your fucking campaign finances, you pay well, no, that no. directly to LSU and say, hey, I'm a man of the people. I'm going to pay for y'all. So, so I might, Or I might, you go the other way. Well, I might have misspoke here because I'm not saying he's trying to raise 100000 for himself. He is trying to raise the money to pay. He's trying to raise it for the university yeah. in his name, even though he's not fucking That's right. foot in the bill. That's so right. he, this is the All ultimate right, so you virtue. Are with me. This is the ultimate virtue signal. He's doing nothing here. If you're a real man of the people, you go one of two ways. Like I just said, you pay for everybody's fine, hundred thousand. Hey, have fun, kids. I'm here for you. Let's go, Tigers. Or you go the opposite way, and you fan that you personally find the fans a hundred thousand dollars more. Make them pay and put that in the budget. That's how you hit the deficit. Ooh, right like there. like a fake like a fake story. Like ooh, LSU really only got fined fifty thousand, but it's a hundred thousand, so he can bank some of that extra. I like it. Well, I'm saying he tax on his own fine, but that's not as good as the first one. All right, so that's uh that's I'm gonna have to say, Garrett Graves, you're kind of you're kind of out on uh on my vote. I think I'm gonna lean Democrat and vote you out because I think that's a thirst move. And I don't need no thirsty politicians. They're going to get in trouble later. Hey, Garrett Graves sounds like a bad, made-up porn star. Uh, he's no Brad Graves. Who's Brad Graves? Get One Love? Which, which one's that? Todd Graves. Todd Come Graves. On. He's no Todd Graves. I mean, Brad's, Brad's probably a better Graves anyway. We'll cut that, Harley. You don't know who... Uh, you know, Keynes is a good friend of the podcast. So, Harley, uh, are we going to transition... To maybe something else big going on in your world, a little earth-shattering news for you? Tectonic plates? What? I thought you had a land report to give us. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know if you were going to talk about that on the pod or not. So, I'm not... I don't know really how to make this interesting, because this is a lot of... Next topic. Yeah, this is a lot of background, but I will say that um, going to a mandatory town hall about drilling and fracking in your area, since, you know, I'm a landowner in the country. Very I would, I would say that most of the people in there are 50-ish, and I had to be one of the youngest in my 30s. Over under 15 teeth per person. Um, from what I saw, teeth were teeth were in a good a good majority. This okay. wasn't this isn't uh, they haven't been on that Heisenberg all that much. All right. But what I would say is, maybe uh, out of four hundred people in the room, there was about four environmentalists, and those motherfuckers don't shut up. They were the most annoying of anybody. Yeah, I mean, they're asking about, oh, what about the aquifer? Oh, what about the earthquakes it might have? Hey, bitch, what about the money that's about to get in our pockets? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but in all in all seriousness, they uh they, they got a bunch of shit going on. So there may be some extra pod money in the future, but I'm not banking on anything. Let's uh, let's find oil first. So there may be some extra po- uh, podcast money in the coffers, but you may be able to light your drinking water on fire. Again, myths. 
a miss. All right. Come on. We'll see. Hey, we'll see when Harley's in a real-life Matt Damon movie. I'm sure the po- podcast will get real juicy when his horses start showing up shedding hair. Well, look, I, from what I understand, Louisiana's got underwater caves. And what if you drill into an underwater cave? I'm playing the geologist now. I thought that was R.J. Bell. <laughs> um, Ma'am, rock formations under the earth, there's no underwater there's no underground caves in like in the earth's crust where they're drilling. Yeah, but Louisiana, we got tons of caves under the ground. And <laughs> if you drill into them, you might get a sinkhole and all this. Um, if you're referring to the sinkhole, uh, you know, down there in uh, uh, Napoleonville, Louisiana, uh, that's uh, that they, they drilled too close to a salt dome that was already you know, uh, mined and there was a gap and then it all fell in. But these underwater caves. All right, lady, I'm just going to tell you there's no such thing as underground caves. They were being that abrupt with her? Yes. I mean, this is like five minutes. And there's no underwater caves. There's there's no sea monsters, lady. It's it's over. We're not doing anybody else with any other questions. But she definitely thought, I I would love to have her on the pod and see what the fuck goes on in these underwater caves. Because it was was interesting. You talking about her clam? (laughs) Like uh, underground caves, because she made it sound like there's just pockets of space under the earth that she thinks life is a Goonies movie. I don't know what's down there, bro. But <laughs> she she wanted to find out, so bet she's got bats in her cave. Yeah, but I I I, I want to transition to something that impacts me more, and it's a throwback. It's called "Fuck That Dude of the Week." Oh, nice. And it's more like "Fuck That Company of the Week." So I'm going to just say Marquette Transportation. Go fuck yourselves. Marquette Transportation. If you, if, I've never heard of him. I've heard of Marquette the College. No, Marquette Transportation from uh, Kentucky. And uh, evidently, they do not know how to drive barges. These motherfuckers decided on Friday morning at about 2 a.m. to take the tugboat with a crane on it and <laughs> decide about- to run into the Sunshine Bridge, which is a a widely used thoroughfare south of Baton Rouge and uh, put it out of commission for months. Repairs for months. Now, you think, oh, Marquette Transportation, maybe just an accident. This is probably their, you know, safety's important. They're on the river. This has got to be a great company. Yeah, in May, they uh, also took their barge and ran into something called Mardi Gras World down there that had some floats <laughs> and decimated it in New Orleans. So, first of all, Marquette Transportation, you deserve a fuck you. Months? Now I have extra traffic for work every fucking day. And it was already bad to begin yeah, with. Yeah, so, like, what are you doing? Like, fuck y'all. What, you, if, go fuck yourselves. Like, how do you run into a bridge? It's not fucking moving. I heard I heard about that at work. That is just some uh, some Bush League behavior. Yeah, they, they earned a fucking legitimate... Fuck that dude of the week. The whole company. How much are they gonna get? How much do they get fined for that? Not enough. They should. They should have to like release the public names of like all the people involved, so I can fucking go tiger bait them because they fucking deserve it. Don't get apologized for after that one. They may be smokes. tiger fans though if they were that drunk to do that twice. It was. It was Friday early in the morning, so they probably had. They probably ended up in uh, marine jail or whatever. Maritime jail, whatever, the jail of the river. Isn't that like international waters? <laughs> I don't think so. 
I don't think the sunshine bridges over international waters. Well, I mean, who owns the Mississippi River? The people. The so, Indians, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's international. The Indians come from everywhere. Not Garrett Graves, I know that. Shit, man. Fuck you, Marquette Transportation. I would give a big shout-out to uh, J-Bone. It's got to be a big night for him. Red Sox, uh, I mean, I, if I'm jinxing him, they'd hit a grand slam there up a good bit. And then uh, the Boston Celtics coming out, and uh, uh, Hayward uh, played more than uh, two quarters, so congratulations. It's more than last season. Julian Edelman's back. Boston sports fans are, you know. Yeah, Uncle State Tom Kings. made a rushing touchdown from more than, like, five yards out. It's impressive. So J-Bone – and Jimbo, thank you for y'all's service and your loyal support to the podcast. Sorry we didn't get y'all involved earlier. 20 minutes in seems like a decent time, though. <laughs> I had a uh, a funny sports story happen to me about a, about a couple weeks ago. Um, I was on my little buddy's football game. His first game of the season was hot as fucking They're going shit outside. for the season. I was sweating my ass off. And these games, football games, basketball games, they're always at least an hour late. Do you remember like your when we played SYBA and shit? Do you remember the games being like not starting when they said they were going to? That may be something I re- don't remember because I was a kid. I didn't really care about time. But like all of his games are at least an hour late. Like as a as a person who's not a parent, is just some fucking random guy taking kids to games. That fucking pisses me off so bad. Well, you're supposed to be there for him, not for you. Like, what are you trying? Yeah, to Yeah, but away? I want this shit moving in a timely manner. These, this is not it most for the most part. It's not entertaining. So as I'm out baking in the sun, I'd like to not bake for an extra hour and twenty minutes because someone can't operate the clock properly. Okay, I mean I can see that, but I mean why don't you uh, use that time to coach him up, do some stretches? It's too fucking. <laughs> I mean, everybody could use some lunges, Al. Come on. All right, so at his first game, his team's the Vikings. I've seen him warming up beforehand. They look like, you know, they got some big dudes on the team. I think they'd do all right. Dong-wise? Harley, these are fucking kids. Get your mind out the gutter. You're probably going to have to cut that, Jared. <laughs> uh, I haven't had a good Jared reference in a while, so I did have a Sandusky when we are on with Brett, though. Um, so... They're playing pretty good. Very first play of the game, their quarterback takes it to the house. The other team looks scared to tackle him. So I'm like, oh, shit. And then... Uh, That's also how Tom Brady scored that. The guy was scared to tackle him. Not the very first play and, of the game. I mean, but the guy was scared to tackle him, the new rules, and the guy got to run in. It was kind of a cheap touchdown. So his team gets up. They're up a good amount. I think at the most they're up like two touchdowns. The other team storms back at the end, ties the game and then they have to go into overtime. So this already long game that had the fourth quarter felt like it lasted at least 35 minutes when it's like seven minutes. Seven minutes. That's an odd time. And I I think the first quarter is all running clock. So the first quarter ended up going by fast as hell. Second quarter wasn't too bad. Third quarter took a little long, and the fourth quarter took forever. So you're saying the fourth quarter wasn't your seven minutes in heaven. Right. And then it went into overtime. Al's never played seven minutes in heaven, guaranteed. Oh, no, I haven't. I've never played seven minutes in heaven. I've never played spin the bottle. We're talking about youth football here, Harley. What Let about Pen the Tail of the Donkey? I've seen it played. I don't think I've played that <laughs> either, though. I don't know if I've ever really hit a pinata. 
Your childhood sucks. Yeah, I had a depraved childhood. Yeah, you didn't get in a closet with a boner trying to make out with a girl. Eric, at least I'm still not in the closet. All right, so there (laughs) we go. Uh, So his team ends up eking out a victory. And and then the next week, I'm taking him to a football practice, and it's at a different place. Uh, He's saying that he's on a different team now. He got traded. And I'm like... Why are you on a different team? He's like, oh, uh, one of our players, he, he, he was a little bit older. He used his other brother's, he used his brother's birth certificate. I go, what? He goes, yeah, he used his younger brother's birth certificate. He, his younger brother is twelve, but he's actually fourteen. So they dissolved the, so they, uh, you know. Disbanded our team, and some of us went to different teams. So basically, on his team, his quarterback, who was the only player who could like gain any positive yardage, he did one move in their game where he uh, was running the ball with his right hand and lifted his right hand up with the ball in it and went over the defender's helmet and around them in route to scoring and touchdown. I was like, that was a pretty fucking sick move. Like, you don't, you don't just you know, wave the ball over someone's head like they're doing an and one trick on you in football. Well, it turns out that kid was a little Daniel Monte. He was fucking way older than he needed to be, and that's the reason why he was fucking owning everybody. What do you think the motivation is for faking the birth certificate there? Like, was the other brother on the same team, or is the other brother faking even lower? Like, how does this work? Is the other brother just faking older so he's got better competition? I think it's got to work like the kid really likes football or really likes whatever sport it is, and the parents know the kid really likes it. They fucking really like the kid being good at the sport, and maybe the kid's not – maybe the kid, like, for some reason, his school doesn't have a football team or maybe the kid's not good enough to make his high school team yet or maybe it's in some situation like that that they want the kid to play football, be good – like the kid being good at football and don't mind skirting around the rules and you using the younger brother's birth certificate to get them that one more year in youth football. Hmm. But Danny Almonte's are still happening. Yeah, they're like Craig's. They're everywhere. So, um, you got anything else on that? Uh, that's that's pretty much all I have on that. All right, can I give you a confession? So, I originally thought this was going to be a terrible idea, this confession. What, this segment? I mean, yeah. we could look up some, some ones from other people and comment them on it and make it way more interesting. Well, that's my confession. I thought this segment was going to suck. Oh. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What I, a I, weak I, confession. All right. So my confession is I accidentally slid into a dude's DMs on Instagram. What? So. <laughs> what? All right. After this, remind me to get into the IG thought of the week. I got a different one for you. So you, you know, that, that you know, this is confessions. You're not supposed to fucking judge me. You're supposed to resolve me of my fucking. Com- so I can't. So I can't put this on Snapchat. You, you can do whatever you want. But, so how'd you slide into this dude's DMs? All right, so what happened is I'm watching stories, and <laughs> it's somebody I follow, and I see the story come up, and the person happens to be at Jack Flats, which is in Key West, a place that I've been, a place that I like. Are you becoming my dad right now? So <laughs> what I did was I uh, I sent in the story, I clicked it, and I saw all of a sudden I could say send message, and I was like, oh, great place. Well, 
I didn't realize that it was like a direct message type thing. You thought you were commenting on him yeah, being at Jack Flats? Yeah, I, th- I thought it was more of a comment. Are, how many Heisenbergs deep were you? Yeah, this was actually after the uh, LSU game, so I was back at my house, but I, I was I wasn't drunk anymore. But, uh, <laughs> were you? Mm, don't think so. So anyway, I look at it the next morning, and I get a message back from the guy. He's like, "Oh, hey, uh, yeah, awesome place, blah blah blah. Been a long time. How you been? Blah blah blah. You got any more recommendations?" Oh, so you're giving him Key West recommendations? Like so you're now a local? I'm now I'm like, I just like, well, I, I know, like, go to uh, Pescado and get you a lobster roll. You got to make and sure they're go, open though. Then go to Blue Heaven and get you some good outdoor food and some eats. A little ping go, pong. Go to little Zachary ta- uh, Fort Zachary Taylor. Get some beach action. So I heard you were more of a Smathers guy after sliding into his DMs. Right, ha, ha, Another ha, ha. funny part about Key West though. Is that they have a very high gay population. So the fact that you slid into this dude's DMs, the odds are that he's a little white and the loafers are higher. Well, okay. So the guy's married. He was there with his wife. Okay. So he could that could be a beard though. Yeah. Well, as far as I know, he's not. I mean, I knew the guy for a very long time. And so all of a sudden, I'm. You see, now you're wondering who it is. I don't know if I should give a wait, name. Wait. Wait. Uh, I'm trying to wonder. This is a random dude's DMs. I th- no, no, no. I thought no, he's a friend is, of your friend. No, he's a friend of mine. But I hadn't talked to him. Like I don't have his cell phone number. I hadn't talked to this guy in okay. So ever. Okay, so I thought this guy was a friend of your friend. This dude. So this dude is actually a friend, but he's a long lost friend. Yeah. So now he's more of an acquaintance. So you just popping in out of nowhere, saying, "Oh yeah, Jack Flats rocks, bro. You want to catch some wings sometime?" That's. I didn't say okay. you want to catch some wings, but <laughs> but anyway, I gave I gave some options. Uh, Garbos. That was another one. That's I gave. a good one. So I see. I say I can give some. I can give some recommendation. Hey, my. Dad, my dad basically just brought you to every place. So, um, so you got LC Bonet if you want a little Cuban food. <laughs> so anyway, uh, you know, now all of a sudden these messages are going back and forth. He's like, "Yeah, I'm going to try these places, blah blah blah." And then, of course, I got to ask, "Oh yeah, how's your family?" Now, now I'm sucked in. You don't have to. You I got say, to. I got he to. You just say he's going to try these places, and you just go, "All right, I'm not going to respond unless he says one of them are really good." And they'll be like, "I know, right?" And then not have to talk to him. But like, how would you? Like that was just something I wasn't prepared to do. Like I didn't realize I was. DMing the person, and now all of a sudden I got this conversation going, and I think that would—that's a slide. I didn't mean to, but I slid into somebody's DM. Yeah, but this is actually like uh, good PR by you. I feel like you—you you release this confession to make you seem like you know you're more of a friendly guy than you actually are here. <laughs> this, is, this is this is like PR for you not being an asshole. You're just doing oh. I can't believe I slid into another guy's DMs, and even though I haven't talked to him in forever, I was be make, trying to make a positive impact on his life and just, you know, see how the fam was doing. This is great for your PR right now. Wow. Wow. Okay. Are you going to go read the DMs right now? Well, I mean, I was just, you know, checking to see if I got DM'd again. I guess I, I hadn't. Actually, he made the last contact, so... 
I've uh, broke the wrist. I've walked away. What What do you think about your restaurant recommendations? I didn't hear back from him, so maybe that's why I didn't. I didn't hear back on. Maybe got food poisoning. I think he's like, oh yeah, those are great spots. Blah blah blah. I'll I'll hit you up. Yeah, those are good spots. We ended up at Turtle Crawls. They got a good happy hour. Yeah, I was up at the the nude bar on the third floor. You know, get at me, mangoes. They got a mangoes there. Another Jimbo J Boone reference. Me and Amber were up on the third floor of uh, yeah, the, the, the new, Bull and Whistle. That's a news place, right? Well, it's a, uh, optional topless up top, but when we went up there, it was nothing but shirtless dudes, so we uh, immediately 86th. So, as a member of more dudes, less shirts, you got fucking outed as a non-believer and more dudes, less shirts? I did not get outed <laughs> at the bull and whistle. You, you got outed as of a non-member of more dudes, less shirts. That's that, not true. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. That's not I'm, true. I'm disappointed in you, so that should be your confession. That's some bullshit. Anyway, that was me sliding into no, my, my, confession my is buddy I've been Justin's in, DMs. My confession is I've been in Leathermaster. All right, on to the next... <laughs> It's another Key West inside joke. I think we. Talked I have about not that. been to Leathermaster though. About it. Y'all went in. I thought that's when the guy. No, gave you, just, that's when the guy gave you weed outside of there. No, we didn't go in though. Allegedly, I just looked at it from the allegedly outside. Allegedly, oh, allegedly. Yeah. Oh, I guess we can roll straight straight into the uh, IG thought of the week presented by Jeopardy. When you're thinking and you have that thought of the week, think of Alex Trebek and Jeopardy. What is your thought of the week, Al? Okay, my IG thought of the week, if, Har- if Harley wants to back check me on this one, since he did not like my uh, thought of the week last week, she had fake tits and a fake ass. Uh, this one also may have fake tits, but she's got a, in the words of Al Pacino, great ass. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm not sure how you pronounce this, Bra Lucas, but it's B-R-U-L-U-C-C-A-S. It's fitting that it ends in A-S, I guess. She's got a great ass. Harley, play some of those videos up on the top where you see the ass. She's got a dancing one that is muy caliente. I'm not sure what nationality this chick is. I'm guessing from the skin tone and the ass that she's Brazilian. I could be wrong. It doesn't matter. We're only one race anyway, the human race. Oh, that's that's very good. What? I mean, that's a stolen line. That's my. That's for my boy Don Barris. There's she's, only one race. I mean, race. she's got a little muscle worship going here, bro. Just FYI. dude, you gotta like a little tone. Dude, she's got wider shoulders than you, bro. Harley, don't act. Uh, Harley, is your confession from two weeks from now that you search CrossFit on X videos? Look, I just look. I'm just saying this is a 2015 to 2018 side by side. And she's in the she, decline. She looked way better in 2015. She's got way too big of shoulders, way too small a waist. She's looking a little Earl Ackerish go, go to the top on the vi- uh, same videos. No, no, no. Come no. on, bro. I mean, look, you can see, but I mean, it's not, I'm not saying it's bad, but she's got some wide shoulders, man. What are you no. talking wide shoulders right now for? It's, look, I know you're into muscle worship, and that's fine. That's cool. I still support you. But I'm not really that into muscle worship, dude. You slid into a guy's DMs on IG. I You're say, into I wide shoulders. I didn't say he had muscles, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's my IG thought of the week. You guys, And can- that's why we're the Born Podcast, the best of right now. 
That's right. Y'all don't, don't steal that shit. You I heard we, it here first. I hope we win the fucking Born Award for 2018. Because at the Talking Small Podcast, if you're listening right now, we are definitely the Born Podcast because we are the best of right now. Yeah, and if you guys see any, if you can nominate anybody for any sort of bullshit podcast award, just hammer us in there. We would love to uh, be on any of these lists. We got some things in the future. Harley, Harley's in the talks with some other people on Twitter DMs. So you know, talking small podcast. You know, we may get we may get some of that advertising soon. So don't sound so thirsty, bro. You just did I am at a drink. Don't don't do thought of the week and call yourself out next week. We do need to bring the Sprite Thirst of the Week segment back at some point, but yeah, at some point. So, um, so tonight we went to the uh, we went to the bar, and that bar was at Parans. And I have to say, I would have never thought you would have been going to bars by yourself because you're pretty antisocial. I wouldn't say this is a bar though. This is more of a restaurant. I just like to sit at the bar. Yeah, but like, okay. So I think gr- I've growing seen- up with you and rooming with you, who had to order pizza? I had to order pizza. You, you didn't, didn't have want- to. I you just made want- you. No, this I alpha no. you into okay, being a beta. No, no, this is what happened. You played little bitch and threw a temper tantrum. We're in the dorm room and it's like, oh, let's get pizza. This would be your idea. I'm like, all right, that's fine. Let's get pizza. And you'd be like, hey, you call it in. And I, and after a couple times, I realized, you know what? This motherfucker never calls in the pizza. And I don't necessarily love calling him pizza. So I'm going to make him call him pizza. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. So then <laughs> you would go into this like, well, if you're not doing it, we're just going to go eat lunch. At the, I'm just going to go eat dinner at the cafeteria and use my swipes when he knows that. Yeah, Harley would definitely rather eat pizza than go eat the cafeteria. And So, so he's you, getting alpha. That's mental not alpha. That's not mental alpha. alpha. That's not mental alpha because that was just you being a little bitch because you wouldn't call pizza in. And then when the guy would get there, I always had to go get the pizza and do all the swipes and let the guy in. So who, you, who's, so winning, who, who's winning and who's losing here? You're losing because you're fucking lame. And... <laughs> Now you're going to a bar and you grew, well, I mean restaurant, but you're sitting at the bar and you had to actually tell the bartender, now nah, I'm going to switch it up today and get this Grammillion. And then he's like, Vermillion. Vermillion. <laughs> and then he's like, oh yeah, you want the broccoli with that? Because evidently Al loves broccoli. No, the meal came with broccoli and I'm assuming that uh, people normally switch that out for something else. Uh, in my th- in my eyes, he knew you were a big broccoli guy, no. which is something hard to be because not many people are in the broccoli corner as like go to. I need my broccoli. You don't become a jolly green giant overnight. Isn't that with green beans? It's just a brand. Yeah, but I thought it was mostly green beans. Don't investigate my bad joke this hard. <laughs> uh, <you know. laughs> uh, you're treating me like I'm Kavanaugh up on trial here. Damn, a lot of Kavanaugh with you. So well, that's for bingo at home. Well, that's why we're the Born Podcast. Best of right now. There you go. So, what was your point here? The point is, I never thought you'd actually fucking be social and Talk, aware enough uh, order, to go, f- order to, go food? to a bar all you the time gonna... by yourself. I thought you would be a to-go guy or oh, use I like fucking su- use fucking waiter apps and all this other shit. No. So you have like no human interaction. But I'm proud of you, bro. No, see, you're, baby, bro's grown up. You're over. You're you know me a little bit, but I haven't sat at that bar. By myself and eating in a, a, quite a while. Uh, 
So but, I gave credit but, when credit wasn't due. But I'm not against eating at a bar by myself. I'd much rather eat at a bar by myself than eat with somebody that like I barely know and don't want to get to know. I'd rather eat by myself 10 times out of 10. Have you I, ever sat at a table in a restaurant by yourself? Yes. Not like not like a fancy restaurant, but yeah, I've definitely done the that. Place like dude, I've gone on, dude, I've gone on vacation in Australia for three weeks. I've eaten meals by myself. I'm perfectly okay with that. See, I always pictured you like getting whatever meal and like hiding in a corner and eating it. I'm not Eric. I don't eat fucking fast food in my car. Well, you were in Australia, so you probably didn't have a car, but you probably did they have targets there. No, we're getting I too. You I don't know, think so. This is one of the things the the uh, the born podcast, the <laughs> the talking small podcast does. We play to an audience of one. So, like with the MLS, we played to a very specific audience member. I played to Joe and Chris a whole lot, just r- randomly. So I would say, like, we're a very intimate podcast. We will play to you as one. And speaking of things, that so yeah, so yeah, Harley, Harley's basically saying he's proud of me for ordering my own food tonight. Thanks, buddy, I appreciate it. Harley, what if I looked at the menu and be like, "Hey, Harley, I kind of want to order this." Tell him, tell the man. <laughs> oh, what do you expect me to do? I can order fucking food. I'm hungry. So you missed my point. It was you being a regular at somewhere. That's what I was proud of you of. But I don't know if you- I, I, I don't think I got treated much like a regular there. Who got but- the drinks faster? I did, but I I just did that as a joke. But we did get drinks faster. It was true. You was ordered also first, th- and then these three guys ordered, then I ordered, and we got our drinks at the same time. Yeah, but because th- he knew I was with you, not because you know that was also th- that was also three people there opposed to two. But I mean, we did get our shit faster. But people do definitely recognize me at places. I go to places around here all the time. And it really kind of annoys small lady if I go to a restaurant and some random. Person will come up to the table and, hey, aren't you that, uh, don't you go to this place? Or, oh, I always see you in here. People will come up to me and tell me that. I've had that happen at least three times when I'm with Amber. So, all right, just, you know, maybe I'm connecting dots that shouldn't be there. (laughs) But she's not super excited about you getting attention she was not super excited about me getting attention during tailgate. You were getting the wrong kind of attention. Well, evidently you were too. So what's, what's this? Like it, maybe she's the real knoblock. Maybe she just wants to sit around and do nothing. Or <laughs> Wait, what? I'm just saying, like, why is she all upset that you're getting attention from randos? It's not like they're coming up and saying, oh, yeah, you're the dude who fucks. They're just coming up. I think to that's like, kind of what they are saying, but they just go, oh, we know you from this other thing. Yeah, no, if you fucks, they come tell you you fucks. But I don't know. I think it's I think it's weird that she's uh, she gets uneasy when people around her are getting their shine. Maybe she just feels like she needs to get her shine on. Mm-hmm. Being from Alaska, they did get a lot of sun a good majority of the year. Daylight's a long time up there, so she likes her shine. Daylight's up there is definitely less than it is here. Not for some parts of the season. It's called the access. You know it tilts. There's definitely times where there's daylight like at least 18 hours up there. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. (laughs) 
And see, that's why Harley would be better on Survivor because he can admit when he's wrong. Joe would have stood with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we uh, had a little, you know, pre-pod uh, meeting of the minds here. So, uh, you got anything else in your rundown, Harley? Well, um, that's 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 kind of about it. I got some random stuff like here. Like, if you're bored, just go on YouTube, look up barn finds, <laughs> <laughs> and just watch videos of people finding random shit in barns and how much That's it's That's got to be staged. Nope. It's real. Harley, go, uh, type in, go to your porn... Um, not porn. I'm go not to your porn, porn browser of choice and type in barn finds. I want to see what the first video is. Uh, first of all, I'm not doing that because uh, you've already fucked up one of my computers before by clicking inappropriate content. Yep, that's right. Al was fucking tricked about an AIM virus. Me and him got the same computer before we went to college, <laughs> and he was over at my house and clicked on an AIM virus, and basically my computer was never the same. Just, I'm going to throw this out there. Don't let Knobloch touch your computer, because he will use it to look up Jenny McCarthy, dance around nude, or clicking AIM viruses. Yeah, that AIM virus wasn't even the way you wanted to get a virus. That was probably like the lamest virus ever. So on Harley's computer, some AIM screen name that I didn't quite recognize popped up. So I didn't, I wasn't thinking very much at the time. It wasn't my computer. Didn't really care that much. <laughs> Click the link. Boom. Harley's got a virus. All the porn I watched on your computer, that never got a virus. Oh, yeah. Kazar gave lots of viruses. You just didn't have to deal with them. But if you go to YouTube... <laughs> And type in barn finds. People just, you know, they inherit a barn or they buy land that's got a barn in it. And they open the barn. They find, like, some old treasure in there. And they people have come over and they, they uh, interview them about their barn finds. So I caught somebody at work watching barn finds all night. And um, he was very excited about barn finds and it seemed to make him happy. So barn finds. If you're hearing any water in the background, it's kind of raining hard here. No, that's Harley getting wet over barn finds. <laughs> I mean, down, uh, download or look, view it yourself and see what you think. That's the most country shit I've heard in a while. Man, it's really coming down hard outside. Yeah, it's raining. You got any more segments, Harley, or should I get into my movie review? I think we should just uh, go ahead and get into your movie review. I just want to warn everybody... Playing to a very select audience, this is what is about to happen here. What select audience is this? I don't know which person listens to this. Maybe your girlfriend. I don't know. But she, the, I don't think she listens to the podcast. Mm, we'll see. All right. So uh, speaking of the Harley, what was that? The Bourne Award? The Bourne, the best of right now. Okay. So I reviewed A Star is the Best of Right Now. 2018, A Star is Born. Oh, that's that's clever. Hey, thanks for the setup. Uh, apparently, this is the third or fourth time this movie was made. I heard some old people leaving the theater going, uh, oh, I mean, this, this is pretty good for the fourth one or something like that. I remember your wife. Uh, My wife. I remember your wife saying I should watch the new one before I would go see this one with my old lady, but I'm not watching that. Apparently, Barbara Streisand was in it. Anyway, A Star is Born, rated R. Its uh, runtime is two hours and 15 minutes. Uh, genre is drama slash music slash romance, Harley. And it's uh, directed by the, the great and talented Bradley Cooper. 
Didn't he also star in it? It's also starring Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga, and it's got a uh, it's got some su- good supporting actors in it too. So let me ask you this: If you're going to be the director and the main actor, that's a lot of work. I mean, do would you think you could find yourself difficult to work for? Yeah. Yeah. See, but. Not Clint Eastwood he, does a good job doing it. Just but why. but not, speaking of which, the Mule was a preview for this movie, A Star Is Born, where Clint Eastwood is driving drugs for his family because apparently they're in debt, which is what Harley was doing, Mule and my Heisenberg all across the LSU Georgia tailgate, which I appreciate. You're welcome, buddy. All right, so that Georgia fan that lets you park there had a great mustache, and you were too pussy to go take a picture <laughs> with him. You should have asked him for a picture. No, you were being a little girl about it. <laughs> You're like, oh, I don't want to look at his mustache and my mustache, and and then your old lady talked about, hey, look at this dumbass left their windows down, <laughs> somebody in the car. <laughs> yeah. He definitely heard her. Got oh, her. definitely heard her. Although the music was pretty loud. So yeah, it was a. Uh, Directed by Bradley Cooper, he also starred in it with Lady Gaga. Great performances out of those two. Um, All original soundtrack, very, uh, very well done. So, Lady Gaga, would you or would you of not? Of course, definitely. I was going to say finger in her butt, but that's that's okay. I'd put anything she wanted in her butt. What about your nose? Would 100%. you show her? Yes. Okay. I would 100 percent eat Lady Gaga's ass. What would it, okay? But if you what if in 2018? Okay, I don't want this to be used against me later in like 2026 when she's gained 300 lbs. All right, that's cool. Keep what going, you, 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 you agree? Disagree? I don't know. She's always got so much makeup on. I can't tell. She's got a good voice though. She's got some good songs. What's your favorite? Uh, mm, don't really have one. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan over here. So you're saying you like this uh, singer. You couldn't name a favorite song of her, but you don't know if you'd fucking eat her ass or not. I find this hard to believe. <laughs> um, I, I don't know why I'm blanking, but I, I got the song playing in my head. I just don't know the name. Poker Face? Bad Romance. Bad Romance is what's going on. That's your favorite song? No, I like Poker Face better. (laughs) But Bad Romance was what's playing in my head. I hope that's stuck in your head for the next fucking 24 hours. Oh, well, I hope you get fucking Pete Davidson. (laughs) (laughs) What? What was that going to be? I hope you get Pete Davidson butthole eyes. (laughs) I can't help it. You son of a bitch. Pete's going through a tough time. Who didn't see that coming, by the way? Who thought Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande, after getting engaged after three months, was going to fucking be a good move? Oh, oh, they, oh, they've been dating for four months and both have d- multiple tattoos of each other on them? Huh, this sounds like a good idea. As I stare. Butthole <laughs> All right, so great performances out of Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper in this movie. Very good singing by them. Very good acting. You, did any, any of them use auto-tune? Uh, not that I know, but like the uh, wh- whoever did the sound editing, matching up the songs with like the 
you know, fake performances going on during the movie. Did a, did a great job. Coming around Oscar betting time, I'd bet that, Harley. I'd bet the sound on uh, A Star is Born here. What category is that? Sound editing. I don't know if you can bet on it, but... We'll see. Uh, so, yeah, good, very good job by them. Bradley Cooper speaks with, like, this uh, southern accent the whole time. Pretty convincing. Plays a drunk. Did a good job. And in these romantic comedies, a lot of the times it's cheese dick lines. I mean, I know you like McConaughey, but they're normally shouting out cheese dick line after cheese dick line. How many I, romantic comedies are you watching? None, Man but I card. See, Man card. You're just saying like, oh, all these movies are their cheesy lines. You don't lines. see a... Harley, you've seen way more romantic comedies than me. You like the fucking Hugh Grant, Drew Barrymore <laughs> thing, thing and saw it in theaters. I don't even know what the fuck that movie was, but you went to the movie theater, saw it, and fucking liked it. And I made a lot farther in this movie review getting my man card revoked than I actually thought. So, what was the what was the name of that gay movie? You oh, we can't say that. What was the name of that? Uh, you said it was with Drew Barrymore, but I don't think it was. I thought it was uh, Elizabeth Hurley, and it was um, you you two pops pop. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember this. I know. I, what I know do you mean? Who I, you, know, you knew exactly what I was talking I, I, about. Like I was thinking about that movie before you. I was thinking in my head, like, oh, the one he can <laughs> get me with is this one. The one you've watched a bunch of those fucking romantic comedies. No, I can't think of another one. I guarantee you've seen How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Nope. Sweet Home Alabama. That with Reese Weatherspoon? No, I don't find her attractive at all. <laughs> I wouldn't watch that. Wild Things. That's not a romantic comedy. Cruel Intentions. Again, not the romantic <laughs> comedy. But I've watched both of those. And, uh, what is another rom-com you've seen? You're a big Heath Ledger guy. I'm the, oh, The Patriot? Now you're going to tell me The Patriot's uh, a rom-com? Yeah, with A Man in America. No. <laughs> that was Mel Gibson fighting for patriotism. God, what are the fucking rom-coms Harley likes? I can't believe I can't think of any That's because right I don't like that many rom-coms. I don't want this bullshit. Don't try to put me a, into the Joe category. So you're just a bad movie guy? The rom-com genre does not... Uh, I don't really watch rom-coms, dude. Like, I, I'm not... I found that over the years, I have a dead... My heart's, like, basically dead inside. I feel nothing, like, compassion or anything when I'm watching most of this shit. Yeah, I, I mean, I basically know romantic comedies from TV commercials. So I know what the fucking... I know what the... the Next time you're gonna tell me Rizzoli and Isles is a romantic <laughs> comedy. Okay. <laughs> you watch a bunch of... Uh, you watch Weeds for eight seasons. Again, not a romantic comedy. I mean, it turned into one. I uh, stopped watching it at some point, too, just FYI. Dexter, romantic comedy. N not true. <laughs> That's not true. Okay, so anyway, for like a romantic comedy type cheese dick line in, in commercials you see in cheese dick movies that some of you may be dragged to watch who aren't as manly as Harley is... Music and lyrics. That's that was the that and was. And who's movie. in it? Hold on, pulling it up right now. So anyway, the cheese. You can only be bad for you if Drew Barrymore's in it. That means you remember it and I it is Drew Barrymore. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I nailed what the two actors are, and Harley was trying to correct me on it. 
even though he's seen and loved the movie. I've saw it once, and it's got my favorite actor of all time. Harley, Fifty First Dates. It's always been Brad. <laughs> Brad Garrett. The inspiration to Brad's everywhere. You've never seen Fifty First Dates. No, I've never seen the entire Fifty First Dates <laughs> movie. Like, there's been bits and pieces on the TV, but I've never stayed and watched. Couples it. Retreat. What's that one? Is that the one with uh, uh, the couples that go in and retreat? Oh, that that explains it. I, I don't think so. I don't think I've ever watched Couples Retreat. Okay, so maybe the breakup is that a romantic comedy? Oh yeah, that's a, I haven't seen. I it. mean, it's not a funny ending, but you haven't seen it. Jennifer Aniston drops trow. No, it's blurry. Believe me, don't trust Mister Skin. It's not blurry, but it's from a distance. <laughs> no, it's blurry. Knocked up. Have you seen that movie? Yes. That's kind of a romantic comedy, but not really. No it's one can get romantic with uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah. So I'm getting that. No one's got real feelings for it. All right. So anyway, to the point I was trying to make 10 minutes ago, as far as cheese dick romantic comedy lines go, Bradley Cooper, when he's uh, wooing Lady Gaga in this movie, he doesn't make me cringe, which good by him. We got some great character acting here from some side characters. Our boy Sam Elliott from uh, Coors Light commercials and from, uh, you know, being the guy in the bar and the Big Lebowski, he's in this movie. Great job. Andrew Dice Clay is in a couple scenes, does a very good job. And uh, good performances all around. The only part that I didn't like was it was two hours and 15 minutes long, and I drank a bottle of wine during the movie, and about a minute 30 in, I had to pee and pee pretty fierce, but I held it to the end of the movie. And... uh, you know, if if you got to go see some sort of romantic comedy thing and your old lady wants to see this, you could do a lot worse. So I, I enjoyed it. Number one soundtrack in America. Hand up. Questions. All right. So I will say that um, I have seen a Bradley Cooper romantic comedy. And it was called Silver Linings Playbook, and it was really good. So, Oh, you thought that was good? I heard, I've heard very mixed reviews about Silver Linings Playbook. I've heard it's... Good, and I've also heard it's fucking terrible. Well, see, did the person watch it before or after looking at Jennifer Lawrence's fappening photos? Because I feel like that's two very different ways to watch the movie. Because before her fappening photos, I didn't really find her that attractive. But then after her photos, I found her a lot more attractive. So I think I enjoyed the movie because of that. So what are you saying about her fappening pictures for those of us who haven't seen them? Well, they're very, very sexy. They're good. So her playing like a a love interest in a movie is very more appealing to you after you've seen her roast beef curtains? Because I didn't find her really that attractive before. But now that you saw the real her? Yeah, it was was nice. I like to see it was good personality in those photos. (laughs) (laughs) She showed that, uh, you know, she's someone you'd like to hang out with. I just I I did not expect her to be you know be that cool and she was very cool and open and I, I enjoyed it. The fappening was a very big moment in Harley's life, and I I can't deny it. I will remember I do remember where I was at when Harley started hitting me up about the fappening happened. <laughs> what the fuck? I was, I was in Houston for the LSU Wisconsin game, probably in what 2014. Wait, you were in Houston? Yeah. 
And it was like a, a you Saturday. You went to that game too? It was like a Sunday or Saturday night, and I get Harley going, oh shit, the Fappity. There's so many nudes out right now. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on. Kate Upton and Jason, Justin Verlander look weird. I went weird. to that game. I'm pretty sure that's I where was it in, was. I was in Houston. You went to that game? Yeah, I went to the that game. The Wisconsin game? I stayed with Pooler. The AdvoCare started the season game. Yeah, I went with Pooler. How come we didn't? I didn't tailgate with you. Not that I remember. I didn't see you at all for that game. I remember I was on a. Uh, I was with Shanker uh, a lot of the time, and we were like on a tram. We took a tram to the stadium, and like we were on there, like jammed in with a bunch of people, and it was just going crazy. And we were uh, talking shit and. These people like pointed me out and like th- I started fucking with them. I was like, "No, nah, I'm not a cop. No, seriously, I'm not a cop or whatever." And just fucking with them. And then the next week when I was tailgating in Baton Rouge, those same people stopped me on the street. And go, "Hey, you're that guy from the fucking tram in Houston." Good thing you didn't have the old lady at that point in time. That was that would have been a. Uh, it was two a, girls she, and a guy. So I mean, I, I mean I, that fits in. You know, it's a two v one. That'd be four people. You're you're going like way too far, but just FYI. But yeah, I anyway, it, I was there, so I don't know how I would have been texting you while I was in Houston about it. It seems maybe this was another time I was in Houston, but I specifically remember being at a Mexican restaurant with Pooler and getting a bunch of text messages from you. Now that you say you were Pooler, that makes. That makes sense, but I remember being home in my bed, texting you about it because you could have made it home already, and I could have stayed. No, because it was in. I don't think that was the only time. I'm I, pretty, I, I'm okay, pretty sure maybe. that was the only time I was ever in Houston for with Pooler. Well, I would say because I remember my wife was next to me in the bed, and I was just showing <laughs> her all the nudes. So, I mean, anyway, we're digressing. We're getting into some. Some stuff. That's why we're the best of right now podcast because we won't be the best of tomorrow podcast or the best of yesterday's podcast. We're the best of right now. Oh, thanks for explaining it. Yeah, so that's basically what I got to say. An old lady asked me to review it afterwards, and uh, I I think I gave it a at the time instant reaction. I gave it a seven point seven out of ten, but I don't know. I think I may have lowballed it a little bit. Uh, maybe around 8.1. So it's definitely a solid movie. And, uh, you know, if you get forced to see it, there's definitely worse movies you could get forced into seeing. So I liked it. And, uh, lady, congrats to Lady Gaga who just got engaged to some dude who looks pretty weird. So they just shoot your shot out there. You may get lucky. All right. So Gaga, ooh, la, la. Isn't that isn't that bad romance? No? Okay. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining us on the Talking Small Podcast. That's why we are the Born Podcast. We're best of right now. I'm going to go down on that hill. I think it was clever. It probably sucks. But <laughs> anyway. Cut that. Cut that. Yeah, it doesn't suck. Anyway, check out that Heisenberg for any tailgate needs, especially in your Baton Rouge area. And, uh, hey, guys. If you're out there and you're wearing an opposing jersey like you're from Mississippi State and I see you on Saturday and you've got that maroon look in your face, I will look you straight in the eyes, raise my hand, elbow cocked, up and down with the one, number one finger, and you will hear 
Tiger bait. Tiger bait. Tiger bait. Thanks. All right, we're out. <laughs>